What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Friday episode of the show. Kyle, it is the end of the week, but we got a lot to do today. Yes, we have set the bar very high for ourselves, which we inevitably will overachieve on by talking more than we probably should. But that's the entire point of the podcast in general is to banter back and forth. And we're picking three teams worth of players for the San Diego Scouts expansion draft. Joe, I do have some breaking news on this front. Oh, okay. So I went in and was poking around Madden uh, just to make sure that what I'm proposing I can actually do. Adding a team or okay. Right. So what we're going to have to do is take over a team. We're going to have to take over a team, relocate them to San Diego, which is possible. But for some reason, and this goes back to the hashtag fix uh, Madden franchise, the teams are predetermined for you. So we will not be able to be called the scouts. We're too far in. To change. That's, so we're that's a technicality. Yes, that's a technicality. But we're going to have to set the roster custom, and we're going to have to move an existing NFL franchise. Wow. So we're going to have to decide what division we want to play in as the San Diego Scouts. Well, it would naturally be one of the Wests, but those are pretty much full of teams that belong in the West. Correct. <sighs> List. Jacksonville? Uh, Jacksonville? Yeah, well, Jacksonville, yeah. I mean, yeah. But uh, those are all – that's all technicalities that we got to deal with. This The scouts go on. Yes, and we will be in San Diego, and our colors will be black and gold. Just want to let you know. Just like TDN. Great. All right, so the Ravens, 13-3. and three. Lamar is for real, evidently, under this, right? And um, it's time to expose some players uh, real quick. Their 2021 cap situation is loading. <laughs> they got 153, uh, almost 154 million in cap commitments no now. Okay, so in commitments, not space. In 2021, they've got 65 million. That's actually like in the top 10. They're in pretty good shape. So we did this yesterday, kind of impromptu, because they only had four games to pick. And the Week 17 outcome uh, directly impacted the Bengals, who we did yesterday, on, and a game for them. So we were like, all right, let's figure out if the, the Ravens are going to have the bye locked up. And we projected that they would. So that's why we've picked this schedule yesterday. Their three losses are Thursday night on the road in Pittsburgh, Monday night on the road in Cleveland, and Week 17 sitting their starters against the Bengals. So good year for Baltimore. Here are the players who are eligible for the expansion draft. Quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Have a feeling he's probably not going to be uh, available to us. Quarterback, Trace McSorley. Running backs, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill. Patrick Richard, fullback, is eligible. Wide receivers, Marquise Brown, Jaleel Scott, Miles Boykin, James Prochet. Devin DuVernay will uh, presumably be eligible once he signs his rookie contract as well. Tight ends, Nick Boyle, Mark Andrews, and one of Jacob Breland or Eli Wolf, whoever you think is the third one that makes the roster. Offensive linemen, Orlando Brown, Ben Powers, Tyree Phillips, 
Bradley Bozeman. Defensive linemen, Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, Justin Matabuike, Daylon Mack. Linebackers eligible, LJ Fort, Jalon Ferguson, Ataro Alaka, and the two rookies, Malik Harrison and Patrick Queen. And in the secondary, Marcus Peters, Earl Thomas, Tavon Young, Marlon Humphrey, Chuck Clark, Anthony Averett, Imon Marshall, Deshaun Elliott. Lots of options here in the secondary, Joe. These are the yeah. players that are eligible because they have to be under contract for 2021 to be eligible for this exercise. Uh, I, I am looking and I'm thinking secondary players are, I mean, just given the amount of money that they're paying Peters and Thomas and that they're going to pay uh, Marlon Humphrey here very soon. I think we got to shed some weight here in the secondary if we can. Okay. But who? Tavon Young. He's a really good Nick and he plays a very specific role that none of those other guys play. He's also very hurt. That's a good point. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I love Tavon. I, I feel like he was a draft hit for me, but this is a guy who's played. He played 58% of the snaps last year. And didn't play any in 2017. Didn't play any in 2019. No, he played in 2018. So he missed entire 2017 and 2019 seasons. All right. I can get on board. I'm happy as the scouts because I think he's probably a player that's, that's worth discussing selecting. I don't disagree, but I just feel like with the amount of money they're about to, they're investing in the secondary, this guy cannot continue. Okay. I, I saw Mark Ingram. As an as a logical selection with J.K. Dobbins now on the roster, yeah, and Justice Hill, and Justice Hill, and Ingram's in a contract year in twenty twenty one and do six point three million dollars. This is the only thing that I would say is like they don't have to if they like the contributions that Mark Ingram is giving the football team. They like his leadership, you know. Unless they're concerned about him taking a reduced role and that adversely affecting the locker room. They don't have to do this, but I see that it is logical. They also have Gus Edwards, who's a restricted free agent. Yeah. He can go walk. Yeah, but Mark's going to be 31 next year. Are you, do you want, I mean, are you like definitely this should happen? Or are you willing to look at the other options and see if we need to come back to it? I'm willing to come back to it if you're, we're going to put, you want to put like Patrick Richard on here? Uh, I think he, I think he matters to them. They pay him handsomely. Okay. Because I think he's important for them. What about Jaleel Scott? What a redundant player in this wide yes. receiver core. Yes. Okay. And his number is one point oh seven. Okay. What do you think of either Bradley Bozeman or Tyree Phillips? Well, Bozeman winds up playing a good amount for them. Um, and Tyree Phillips, is they just drafted him, right? Yes. They also have Ben Bredesen. Ben Powers. So between those four guys, that's your – I mean, that's your interior, interior offensive line. Yeah, but you also got Matt Skura. Yeah. He's, he'll, he's an expiring contract, but, like, they re-sign him. First of all, then he would be eligible, but – and this like Makari the, guy wind up playing really good for them. Uh, they had some injuries. He played, and he's good. 
I think they've got an embarrassment of riches here that like we can get somebody on this list. Yeah. Because I'm like, guy, I'm, I'm not trying to put a guy like the Ravens aren't strapped for cash. So I'm not really right. trying to put Calais Campbell on this list. Hell like, no. They're, they're in yeah. a win now window. It doesn't make sense to put those kinds of players on. Right. I, I 100% agree. So like, which, <laughs> you know, like which one of these guys? Bozeman. I mean, I, I, I feel the same way that you do about Bozeman. You probably think he's a very limited player that doesn't. I think it, it, there's nothing Bradley Bozeman can't give you as a NFL football offensive lineman that you can't regularly get on any given year. I don't disagree with you. He was a 16-game starter for them in 2019. You know, like, he's a legit starting left guard for the Baltimore Ravens, and he's cheap. It feels like they've had a lot of forward thinking, though, with, you know, drafting some of the players they have, but they've also right. had a lot of draft picks. Right, because it's like Stanley and Brown are your bookend tackles. You can bring Skura back to play center. Now you've got Phillips, Bozeman, Flukers under contract, Bredesen, Macari, like, yeah, I don't know, you won't put – Tyree Phillips on here? When was Ben Bredesen drafted? You just want to throw away a draft pick? What about Ben Powers? If we feel like we have to get one of these guys out there. He didn't play at all last year. So he'd be a year two player. Do you see – is he going to start this year? He's probably going to start at right guard, yeah. Oh, and this it, is comp- complicated. Right, and it's like I'm, I'm even starting to look at, like, other positions, right? And it's like Nick Boyle in a contract year do almost $8 million seems like a good thing. But, like, like you said about Patrick Richard, like, he matters to them. They do a ton of two tight end stuff. Yeah, Powers is scheduled to be the right guard. It, it, I checked two different places, and both have him at starting guard. Okay, so it, should, it can't be Boz, Bozeman, Skura, Skura, and Powers. That's their starting interior three. Okay, so either Tyree Phillips, Ben Bredesen, or this Patrick McCarry. McCarry has versatility to play multiple spots. They took Phillips in the third round this year, and they took Bredesen in the fourth round this year. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think – It's like all of their good options are players from this year's draft. Right, because – Is there any other low-hanging fruit? This is annoying. No, there's not. Dalen Mack. Mark Ingram. We might have to because of replaceability. Positional value contract here, high high salary to position for a 31-year-old running back. All right. I'm reluctant to do it, but. What's that give us, three? Yes. Jeez Louise. I'm both, I just wanted to check the box because I'm, I'm you ever, like, you ever get annoyed with this? Yeah. <laughs> I what mean, about, I'm enjoying it, but it's like, damn it, this is way harder than it is. What about Jacob Breland? Oh, he's not going to ever make the roster. So you're he's he's the third tight end. Yeah, I don't care about Jacob Breland. That's fine. I need throwaway players because I don't. I mean, I could find Jacob Breland every single year at any single point to add to my roster. Okay. He's, yeah. So Jacob One Breland, more. assuming he makes the roster as the tight end three, which right. is a Wh- fairly safe assumption for right. the Baltimore Ravens to carry three tight ends. They're going to. It's it's either him or Eli Wolf and or Charles Scarf, and so whatever that player is, that's who we're exposing. Okay, great. <sighs> great. We need one more. 
What about Dalen Mack? I know he's like Shrek and he was really fun to watch at the, at the all-star games. Right. Yes. <laughs> Got to keep him around. Right. <laughs> what about the Sean Elliott? Well, I, there's no path to playing time for him. Right. Like you're, you're trapped behind Earl Thomas. And Chuck and Clark. Chuck who's under, Clark. Who signed through 2023. Right. That feels like a low-hanging fruit we can feel yeah. okay about. And not have to deal with, like, all this potential on the offensive line. Right. I'm with you. Okay, so Deshaun Elliott, he's from Texas, right? Yes. He's a good player in Texas. Yeah, I like this tape. And he is one, uh, 959K. All right, so we did it. Uh, <laughs> the Ravens, there was some stressful moments here, but we have exposed cornerback Tavon Young at $8 million, wide receiver Jaleel Scott at $1.07 million, running back Mark Ingram, $6.3 mil. Tight end Jacob Breeland at 785K and safety Deshaun Elliott at $959,000. Let me tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. This is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why on earth would you spend up to twice as much for the exact same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. All right, Kyle, we've got I the... have bad news. I have oh, bad, bad news. news. Very bad, bad news. news. I'm okay. sitting here looking at the Colts right now. This is going to be even harder than Baltimore. Well, let's, just, let's get it out of the way. Let's do the Colts <laughs> next. Let's try to finish problem. this damn thing on an easy note if we can. Yeah, okay. So, Indianapolis, we've already picked 12 games for the Colts. Oh. And here's a bonus for you, Joe. One of the games we haven't picked is <laughs> the Vikings game. So, we're going to get to pick a game for both the teams that we have left to do today. Okay. All right. So, right now, we've picked 12 games for the Colts. They are 6-6. Six and six. They are one of one, two, three. Four AFC teams currently, based on percentage, tied for the last playoff spot. We have a team that finished 8-8. Eight and eight. So if the Colts can get above that, they're in the driver's seat. And the Colts also play the Browns, who are another team that's tied at 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, it's huge. So we're going to get what, what about the Raiders? We picked the Raiders game. Where are they? The Raiders, uh, they are on the outside looking in right now. Right. Now, we've only picked half their schedule, so they might be able to make a push. Okay, so right. let's do this. So let's go week by week. Week one, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. We've picked the Jaguars to win this game. One of three wins for the Jaguars. Phillip Rivers, week one, new team, Jacksonville, down south. Pristine pronunciation of Jaguars there. Jaguars. I've been really trying to, to I, emphasize dude, it. I can tell. It, you've. This has been a priority for you this summer, and you've done it. I'm proud. Now, if I can only figure out how to say Noah Igbenogany's first name. Or, first name? Or last name. 
Igbenogany. We learned that together, didn't we? Yeah, I know, but they're telling me it's wrong. So now I just oh, unlocked no. on Dolphins. So I just call him Igbo now. That's you never it. thought he was going to be part of your life. Remember when I was pounding the table for this guy? Yeah. yeah. All right. Week two, Minnesota Vikings come to town to play the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts win in their home opener. You think so? Yeah. I, I, Sell me on this. Well, okay. So I'm not super high on the Vikings. Um, I think their depth chart is as bad as we've seen it. It's, it's probably a slightly below average depth chart. Uh, but this is the least amount of talent I think they've had in a while. And, um, I mean, it's at home. It's at Indianapolis. I think the, one of the things that concerns me about Minnesota is their defensive line. I think they're going up against a top five offensive line in football. It's really good running backs. Uh, their cornerbacks are very much going to be a work in progress this year for the Minnesota Vikings. So I don't know that in week two that they're going to be reaching their stride and being able to really cap these receivers, uh, despite, you know, Phillip Rivers probably still acclimating to this lineup. Okay. I can get on board with that. All right, good. Colts win. Now, week three, Colts at home, New York Jets. We've already picked a win. Two and one. Week four, the Colts go to Chicago and play the Bears. We've picked the Chicago Bears win in this scenario. So the first month of the season, the Indianapolis Colts are two and two. Critical game. Week five in Cleveland against the Browns. What, what are your initial feelings here? kind of feel like the Browns win this game. What's the uh, dynamics? Is, there, is it at a weird time or anything like that? Or No, it's a 4 o'clock game. It's a 4 o'clock game. The, Raven, or the Colts are coming off of a loss in Chicago. Was that a Thursday night game? No. It's a regular loss. Okay. Cleveland. I just feel like the Browns have more – dynamic players i don't disagree with you what do you so what do you think about can the browns you think they have what it takes to stop the run sheldon richardson larry and joby miles garrett they still have olivier vernon right yep got all those young linebackers but they're right and they got i i think cleveland's probably going to play a ton of nickel and You know, I think they've got I think they've got enough like even if Indy runs the ball quote unquote at will, right? Like what are they gonna run the ball at will and put up forty two points like San Francisco did to him last year? Like <laughs> Browns at home. All right, I'm here. I'm I think the Browns it. Browns at home I, I would wanna give. All right. I'm here. I, okay. I, I concur. Great. Great. So Week six, we have the Colts at home, returning home, bouncing back to beat the Bengals to go three and three going into the bye week. Okay. Coming out of the bye, they're in Detroit against the Lions. They can handle this one, right? I think so. I think that's a dub. Uh, now they come home and they catch the Ravens off the bye. So that kind of sucks. So that's yeah. an L. We've already picked that game. The following week is a short week. They play the Titans on the road in – Nashville. We've already picked that as an L. So rough stretch coming out of the bye, but they get a bounce back here. Two consecutive wins. Week 11, they take advantage of the extra rest, and at home they beat the Green Bay Packers. They bounce back at home against the Titans, who they get uh, week 12. Week 13, they're on the road in Houston. We've picked a loss in that game. 
So, Joe, that puts them at, what, six and six? Six and six heading into the final quarter of the season. Yes. Now, they, pro- is, they probably this, feel like they've got to win like three out of four at least. This is a critical game. Yeah. Their, their playoffs start right now. Right. In Especially after that loss to Houston. Las Vegas, 4.05 kick. All right, so what would be the compelling reason for the Colts to win this football game? Ironically enough, I think that the Raiders and their kind of physical blue-collar defensive approach plays well into matching up with Indianapolis. I, I, I agree with you. The, the concerns you would have would be secondary, right? But it might not matter. Right. I sort of like the home team in this game. Man, they, brought, have to, they brought in Malik Collins, too. They did. I mean, and – Overhold linebacker room. And they got they – got I think speed. The, the best thing that the, the Raiders may have done this offseason that nobody's talking about is getting Rod Marinelli to be their defensive line coach. I'm giving the Raiders a win here. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. The Raiders. There it is. That's it. There it is. And now we've picked the remaining three games. The Colts win at home against Houston – lose in Pittsburgh to the Steelers and win at home against Jacksonville to close the season. So Joe eight and eight Indianapolis Colts. I feel fine with that. Yes. It feels right. Sorry, Colts fans. Rahul, right? He's a Colts fan, right? He's probably all mad at us. Listen, one game swing one way or the other. Right. We want to be within two games. So we, (laughs) we're we're okay. Big strike zone. I feel comfortable They're Right now they're second in the division. All right, so this, you said this is going to be really annoying and frustrating? Yeah, this is not easy. All right. Okay, so here are the players who are eligible for the Indianapolis Colts expansion draft for the San Diego Scouts. Quarterback Jacob Eason. Running backs Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. Wide receivers Michael Pittman, Paris Campbell. Tight ends Jack Doyle. Offensive linemen, Anthony Costanzo, Mark Lewinsky, Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith. You want to throw Danny Pinter in there, I guess you can, if he makes the roster. Defensive linemen, DeForest Buckner, Kamoko Ture, Ben Banigou, Tyrell Lewis, or Taekwon Lewis. That's it. Linebackers, eligible. Darius Leonard, Bobby Okariqui, Matthew Adams, Zaire Franklin. Secondary, Kenny Moore, Rocky Sin, Kari Willis, Julian Blackman. If we want to say Marvell Tell makes the roster, we can. All right, so this is going to be really difficult, like it's you said. All, it's all starters. Okay, There's I found like – three, three throwaway players, and that's it. Okay, well, those three throwaway players got to get on here. The low-hanging fruit that I thought when it went through this was Taekwon Lewis. Um, yes. He's played – very minimal amounts of snaps, 32% in 2018, 22% in 2019. He's had injuries, but. One point, let's round up, $1.4 million. Okay. Taekwon Lewis. What, you said 1.4. 1.4. Okay. All right. There's one. Um, I thought this trio of linebackers we could get something out of between Matt Adams, Zaire Franklin, and EJ Speed. Which one you like? Which I mean, they're 
they're all backups. I, yes. Which one do I like? Like, yeah, do you mean one? that as far as like, which one would I like to be on the list or which one, like, do I think is the best football player? The one that would be the best to expose. Um, I mean, Matt Adams is a good special teams player. Right. He's, not, it's not Matt Adams. I think he gives you enough value. How about um, how about EJ Speed? Addressed twelve games last year and played mostly on special teams. I mean, how many special teams linebackers do you need? That Zaire Franklin's the same thing. Right. So give me EJ, EJ Speed as a fifth round pick. Yes. From twenty nineteen. And Franklin was a seventh round pick in twenty eighteen. We're splitting hairs, but one of them can yeah. go on. No questions asked. Well, we might honestly. Can they both go. So they might both have to go on here. We can't. We have three star. We have Walker, Leonard, Okariki. We're set there. We're right, talking so about backups here. Put them, ba- put them both on. Put Zaire Franklin yeah. and EJ Speed on. Right. No disrespect to those guys. We, I mean, we think they're important for what they do. But in this scenario, we got to get rid of some guys. EJ Speed. Remember when he was drafted? He was like the first player that we didn't evaluate that year. Yep. That's why he deserves to go on this list. Now, do we want to? say that Marvell Tell is eligible he's the ninth defensive back on the roster well yeah and they've invested in a billion safeties lately too but I'm saying does he make the roster he's the ninth defensive back (laughs) no they're not then then he's out so we can't pick him so now we've picked a bunch of front seven guys offensive line Four starters are eligible, and that's it. Tight end, Jack Doyle's eligible, and that's it. Wide receiver, Campbell and Pittman, and that's it. So their starting safety, well, that Hooker, Kari Willis, they just drafted Julian Blackman. What about Jordan Wilkins, the running back? Oh, yes, 100%. 100%. He's due 980K. Yeah, I remember seeing him when we went through this, and I was thinking that he was a, a good choice. Jordan now, that, that, that's about it for throwaways. Yeah, we're going to have to make a tough, tough choice here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they're paying, they're paying like $46 million to have Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett combined this year. That's crazy. That's top QB money. That's, that's QB2 money. Between one of, one of those two players, they should get something right. Um, <clears throat> this sucks. I sort of want to go back to these safeties, Kyle. Between well, Hooker's probably going to walk. No. Right, but he's he's an expiring contract anyway, so we can't count him for anything. Right? They pick their. Well, I'm just trying to think of with the landscape of that room they probably view their starters beyond this year as Willis and Blackman. Mm-hmm. So we can't – who are you going to make eligible? You can't. Okay. You know what I mean? Robert Windsor making this team? <laughs> no, he's not. Uh... I do think defensive – Man, no. Why can't, can't one play. of these bad players be on a two-year deal? Right. Meaning? Everybody's on one-year contracts right now. Super freaking annoying. Okay, so uh, let's look at it from this way. What's easiest to replace? 
um, run stuffing defensive tackles. Okay, so do you have one that stands out here? They're not signed beyond this year. Right. <laughs> they literally have a perfect block of five defensive linemen, and none of them are on multi-year deals. Love to put Sheldon Day on this list. Thank God we did both linebackers. So a corner, Kenny Moore, Travis Carey's on an expiring deal. It's not going to happen. Xavier Rhodes is on an expiring deal. Their long-term corners are Kenny Moore, Rocky Sin, and that's it. We can't make either one of them eligible because they only got two guys long-term. What, okay, I'm looking at this offensive line. What about Javon Patterson? Seventh-round pick in 2019. He missed all of last year with a knee injury. Is he they making just, the team? He did. I don't know. Is he going to make the team? Some of these backup – what, what backup offensive linemen are making the team? Chaz Green. LaRaven Clark. Danny and, Pinter, who they just brought in. <laughs> now you're looking at eight. So Danny Devon Pinter. Patterson. <laughs> Put Danny Pinter on the list. He's okay. the he's the he's the highest of the backup interior offensive linemen. It's fine. That is fine. I'm over this. Eight hundred sixty-seven thousand. Yeah. We did it. And it's a stretch because Danny <laughs> might not make this freaking team. Well, whatever. Insert whatever backup into your uh, offensive line. Okay. Tyquan Lewis has been exposed defensive lineman at one point four million. Two, two linebackers, Zaire Alexander and EJ Speed, coming in just under a million each. Running back Jordan Wilkins at nine hundred eighty k, and Danny Pinter eight hundred sixty seven thousand. I don't think the Colts needed cap space, but uh, we certainly didn't help them in any way, shape, or form here. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. Ready to do the Vikings? Yeah. How was that? You like that? The transition with – I forgot the person who sings Lizzo. That Lizzo. I thought we talked about her, and you were pretty much like radio yeah, silent. Yeah, I, I hate that song. Really? It's just annoying. Why men gotta be – wait, why no, men – No, let's go. Great till they gotta be great. We picked 11 games thus far, which means we've got five games to pick. I hate okay. you right now. Why? Because you're going to sing that for the rest no, of the – No, it's such a whiny – it's a chanty type, like, rhythm song. Like, people like it, though. Yeah, it's all over the radio. You can't turn a car radio on in the year of 2019 and not just have it smash down you know your what's, throat. What's weird is they just don't play it on the country stations I listen to. Never never run into that. You want to talk about whiny. Mm. Oh. Good old country music. Songs about stuff. 11 games picked for the Vikings. They currently sit at 6-5. and five. They're six in the four. hunt. Six and four, right? Oh, because we no, just did the we, we just, just did the Colts yeah. game. And they they lost. lost. Okay. All right. Very good. So they're in the hunt. They're currently a half game behind the Seattle Seahawks for the seventh seed. Now we're gonna go through this week by week. Week one, win over Green Bay at home. Week two, we just picked Colts over Vikings. Joe explained why five minutes ago. Week three. Minnesota win at home against the Tennessee Titans. Week four, on the road, loss to the Houston Texans. Week five, Sunday night football, Minnesota at Seattle. Russ Critical game. Russ in primetime. Who, who's covering, who's covering yeah, Kirk uh, DK Metcalf? Kirk ain't winning games in primetime. Right. Russ. Seattle wins. Yeah. 
Now, critical game. Yeah. They're two and three going into the bye, but first to get to the bye, they got to play the Falcons at home. Who's uh? So how do we think the Vikings match up with Atlanta? Not great. So, I mean, is Jeff Gladney ready for Julio Jones or? Probably not. <laughs> That'll kind of be his first. No, he's got Devontae Adams week one. Never mind. Yeah, welcome to the league. Hope your foot's right. I mean, they've also got – who's going to – Mike Hughes and Holton Hill? Right. I think their depth is a problem. I kind of oh. want to give this one to Atlanta. Do you really? We haven't been too kind to Atlanta thus far. All right, let's give him a dub. The so the Vikings dub. are two and four? And then they come out of the bye, they play the Packers, and they lose that game. Two and five? Two and five. But they bounce back week nine. They play the Lions at home. <laughs> Got to have it. Got to have it. Vikings win. Week 10, Monday night football. Minnesota goes to Chicago. And we pick the Vikings to lose that football game. The following week, they catch the Dallas Cowboys at home. But the Cowboys are coming off the bye, Joe. We picked them drum roll please to lose that football game so now they're three and seven but reinforcements are coming we got a win at home against carolina a win at home against jacksonville we picked an upset win on the road in tampa bay we've already picked that game and then a win week 15 against the chicago bears so joe the minnesota vikings seven and seven Two games left to play. Ah, Evened up the score, but uh, they go to New Orleans in week 16. On Christmas Day. Oh. A little cold Um, under the Viking in the in the Vikings stocking here. Yeah. Delivered by Drew Brees. Saints dub. Saints going to club dub. Sorry. And then they can they bounce back and beat the, the Lions with interim interim coach uh Bib what the heck's our offensive coordinator's name? Jim Bob Cooter. Is he still there? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is interim head coach for this game. Vikings dub, yeah. So is that what is that, eight and eight? Eight and eight for the Vikings. I feel so. So we got two eight and eight clubs today with Indianapolis <laughs> and Minnesota. An average Friday here, huh? No such thing. Now that that puts Seattle in the driver's seat. Looks like our NFC landscape for playoffs is set, barring a, a massive comeback by the Arizona Cardinals. So we have to expose players for the Vikings who have $32 million in cap space in 2021 as it stands. That's bottom seven in the NFL. Yeah, they got a lot of guys to sign too. So Hopefully we can help them out here a yeah, little bit. Yeah, so players eligible to be put on the expansion draft roster. Kirk Cousins. Wait, wait, wait. Are they serious about this backup quarterback situation? <laughs> it's over. If, if Kirk goes down, it's Sean Mannion, Jake Browning, and Nate Stanley. Is if, the court. if Kirk goes down, Game the Vikings over. have a shot at Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> right. Wow. Mannion, okay. Browning, and Nate Stanley. Yeesh. Okay. Other players eligible for the expansion draft. Running back Alexander Madison. Fullback C.J. Hamm. Wide receivers, Ola B.C. Johnson, Adam Thielen. Tight ends, Kyle Rudolph, 
Irv Smith, Tyler Conklin. Offensive linemen, Riley Reef, Garrett Bradbury, Brian O'Neill, Drew Samia, Ali Udo, if we want to say he makes the roster. Defensive linemen, Danielle Hunter, Michael Pierce, Shamar Steven, Jalen Holmes, Armand Watts. Linebackers, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks. And defensive backs, Harrison Smith, Mike Hughes, Chris Boyd, Neville Clark, Miles Dorn. Want to get down that far? And then obviously a bunch of rookies. They got Brian Cole, Cam Dancer, Jeff Gladney, Harrison Hand, Josh Metellus. The fruit did, does not lang, hang too low here, in my opinion, Kyle. I think we got some low lying fruit, though. I think the first one that stood out to me was Jalen Holmes. He's played less than 10% of the defense, 6% in 2018, 7% in 2019. Yeah, Jalen Holmes, put him on. What do you have his cap by chance? It is 1.1 million. Okay. All right. One down. I think we get some low hanging fruit out of this tight end group too. Okay. Kyle Rudolph. They just signed him to that, to an extension through 2023. The man is slowing down a little bit. Not a guy that can afford to slow down, but they just signed him that deal. I guess, man. Did all right. Did they sign him to a deal or did they restructure slash extend him to defer cap space? I thought he was like a free agent or something. Hold on. He's a 10 year. This is going to be his 10th season. So that five year contract extension worth $36.5 million for the Viking. What? No, that was his old one. Do you know when the deal was done? Four-year extension worth $36 million, June of 2019. Rudolph extension clears $4 million in cap space. So that's what they did. I'm sure they – honestly, I'm sure they would love for the scouts to pick them up. If you expose them, though, is this one of those situations where it's, they can't bounce back and they hate each other? Or like... No, I don't think so. It's like... All right. What is the – Oh yeah, that's a that's a million percent what they did. His cap hit last year was three three and a half million dollars. This year it's eight point eight. Twenty twenty one it's nine and a half. The year after that it's ten and a quarter, and the year after that it's over eleven and a half. He's on. He'll be thirty one years old in twenty twenty one. If we want to keep trimming uh, trimming fat, Riley Reef. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I know they don't really have, and they just drafted Ezra Cleveland. Right, get him out of here. Probably won't, get, the... probably won't get picked, but yeah, not for 14 mil at least. <laughs> no, he's been okay, but I mean, he's not like to me. Not, forget... He's not 14 mil good. No, that's like to me, that's an average to above average, and he's probably like slightly below average. So it's, I sort of want to just call it 14 million. Uh, yeah, just, just do 14 million. 14. Look, Chris okay. Boyd. Yeah, is he is he a player for them? <laughs> Does he matter? Well, I mean, he, he played a decent amount last year, but, like, they brought in six corners in this year's draft. Like, Oh, yeah, like Dantzler, Hand. Yeah, yeah he's got to go. He's got to go. Sorry. They've brought in a ton of dudes. <clears throat> Chris Boyd. They love Texas corners, don't they? All right, so we got one more. Who do we have so far? Jalen Holmes, Kyle Rudolph, Riley Reef, and Chris Boyd. Okay, We're living so we, right here. we got a, a decent amount of 
dumpage potential. Madison, no. Browning won't make the roster. Mm-hmm. Not many good options here now. They're paying good money to Michael Pierce, aren't they? Yeah, they're paying great money to Michael Pierce. I'm mad they got him. So they just – go ahead. I was going to ask if what your thoughts were on Shamar Steven. So I was getting there because I'm like, they just brought in James Lynch, James Lynch, DJ Wanham, Kenny Willekes. Armand Watts is a relatively young player. We just Steve, exposed Jalen Holmes. Steven's first year on his current deal in Minnesota was this past year. He, he sandwiched years in Minnesota with one stop in, in Seattle in 2018. He played 53% of the snaps last year. They love Shamar Steven. Yeah, but he's like not a, a high impact defender in any capacity. Like, how easy is that player to replace? I don't disagree with you. I I, re- I remember distinctly having a conversation with Jordan Reed sometime this winter, and he's like, "I don't know what it is, but they just love Shamar Steven." Well, they're probably not going to put make him available then, are they? Probably not. Making an executive decision here, the final player that we are going to put here on this list is Armand Watts, defensive lineman from University of Arkansas, second-year defender from uh, the Minnesota Vikings, going on the list to round out that group of five. That's going to be a wrap for us today here on the show. Uh, We are quickly nearing the end of this process and being able to transition from season projections to playoff predictions, and then from there, an actual expansion draft for the San Diego Stouts, which we are obviously super stoked to see materialize and come to life. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, signing off on the Draft Dudes podcast. Come back and see us again tomorrow. We're going to do three more teams on Monday and keep this line moving. Enjoy your weekends. Thanks for listening to Draft Dudes.